Hello, and welcome to the Brothers Grimm Lunch Break. I'm Eric Wagoner. Today, I'll be reading The Foundling. Once upon a time, a forester went out hunting in the forest, and as he entered it, he heard some cries, like those of a small child. He followed the sounds, and eventually came to a big tree, where he saw a little child sitting on the top. The child's mother had fallen asleep with him under the tree, and a hawk had seen the child in her lap. So it had swooped down, carried the child away with its beak, and set him down on top of the tree. The forester climbed the tree and brought the child down, and he thought, You ought to take him home with you and raise him with your little Lena. So he took the boy home, and the two children grew up together. However, the boy who had been found on top of the tree was called Foundling because he had been carried off by a bird. Foundling and Lena were very fond of each other. In fact, they loved each other so much that they became sad if they were not constantly within sight of each other. Now, the forester had an old cook, and one evening she took two buckets and began fetching water. But she did not go to the well simply one time, but many times. When Lena saw this, she asked, "'Tell me, old Santa, why are you fetching so much water?' "'If you promise to keep quiet, I'll let you in on my secret.' Lena, of course, replied that she would not tell a soul. Then the cook said, "'Early tomorrow morning, when the forester goes out hunting, I'm going to heat some water over the fire, and when it's boiling, I'm going to throw foundling in and cook him.' Early the next morning, the forester got up to go out hunting, and when he had gone, the children were still in bed. Then Lena said to Foundling, "'If you won't forsake me, I won't forsake you.' "'Not ever,' said Foundling. "'Well, then, I'm going to tell you something,' said Lena. "'Last night, old Santa was fetching many buckets of water into the house, and I asked her why she was doing that. She said that if I wouldn't tell a soul, she'd let me in on her secret.' I promised her not to tell a living soul. Then she said that early this morning, when my father goes out hunting, she would boil a kettle full of water, throw you in, and cook you. So let's get up quickly, dress ourselves, and go away together. Then the two children got up, dressed themselves quickly, and went away. When the water in the kettle began to boil, the cook went into the bedroom to get foundling and throw him into the kettle. But as she entered the room and went over to the beds, she saw that the two children were gone and became greatly alarmed. "'What shall I say when the forester comes home and sees that the children are gone?' she said. "'I'd better send some people after them to get them back.' The cook sent three servants to run after them and bring them back. But the children were sitting at the edge of the forest and saw the three servants coming from afar. "'If you won't forsake me, I won't forsake you,' said Lena. Never ever, said Foundling. Then change yourself into a rose bush, and I'll be the rose on it, said Lena. When the three servants reached the edge of the forest, they saw nothing but a rose bush with a little rose on it. The children were nowhere to be seen. There's nothing doing here, they said, and they went home, where they told the cook they had seen nothing but a rose bush with a rose on it. Then the cook scolded them, You blockheads! You should have cut the rose bush in two, plucked the rose, and brought it back with you. Now go quickly and do it. So they had to set out once more and look for the children. But when the children saw them coming from afar, Lena said, If you won't forsake me, I won't forsake you. Never, ever, said Foundling. 
Then change yourself into a church, and I'll be the chandelier hanging in it, Lena said. When the three servants arrived at the spot, there was nothing but a church and a chandelier inside it. What's there to do here? Let's go home. When they got home, the cook asked whether they had found anything. They said no. They had found nothing but a church with a chandelier inside. You fools, the cook scolded. Why didn't you destroy the church and bring back the chandelier? This time the old cook herself set out on foot and pursued the children with the three servants. But the children saw the three servants coming from afar, and also the cook who was waddling behind them. Foundling, said Lena, if you won't forsake me, I won't forsake you. Never, ever, said Foundling. Then change yourself into a pond, said Lena, and I'll be the duck swimming on it. When the cook arrived and saw the pond, she lay down beside it and began to drink it up. However, the duck quickly swam over, grabbed her head in its beak, and dragged her into the water. The old witch was thus drowned, and the children went home together. They were very happy, and if they have not died, they are still alive. The End The Brothers Grimm Lunch Break is released under a Creative Commons, Attribution, Non-Commercial, No Derivatives License. Download it and share it all you'd like, but don't change it or sell it. The translations used are copyright Jack Zipes and are used with permission. His collected translations, The Complete Fairy Tales of the Brothers Grimm, is available on the media of your choice from Bantam Books. The music is Mount Timbrel by Jamie Janover off his All Strings Considered album, available on magnatune.com. If you'd like to listen to any of the other tales, you can find them on our website, www.grimlunch.org, where you can also leave comments or subscribe through iTunes. Thank you for listening. Thank you.